Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to a quick hit of the No Name Sports Show. As always, I'm your host, Evan Money. Thank you for applauding. I appreciate that. If you didn't applaud, please applaud next time. I'd really, really, really enjoy that. Anyway, with that being said, this is a quick hit. This is going to be a uh, short thing. Uh, wanted to talk about the NBA play-in tournament. So the NBA regular season has been finished as of yesterday. Uh, today, there are obviously no games scheduled. Tomorrow and Wednesday are when the play-in tournament will be decided. Um, well, the spot, the seeds will be decided. Uh, so obviously tomorrow um, on April 11th, You'll have Atlanta visiting Miami. You will have Minnesota visiting L.A. The winner of that will take the seventh place, uh, the seventh seed. And then the uh, next day on Wednesday, you have Chicago at Toronto, Oklahoma City at New Orleans. The winner of that will face the loser of tomorrow's games for the eighth seed. It does that If that makes sense, so... Wednesday's winners will face Tuesday's losers, and then the winner of that uh, will move into the eighth seed. So, and those eighth seed games will be decided on Friday, which is one day right before the playoffs start. So, I just wanted to get into it real quick and kind of talk about the matchups here. So, uh, first and foremost, I'm going to pick who I think is going to make it into the play-in. I think uh, that that's how it's going to be after, or who's going to make it out of the plan, and um, we're going to go from there. So, uh, first matchup is the Atlanta Hawks versus the Miami Heat. Now, this game I think is honestly going to be probably uh, one of the most, probably one of the most interesting games. Um, you know, the Atlanta Hawks uh, finished off the year at forty-one forty-one. The Heat ended off the year uh, 44 to 38. Um, the Hawks away record um, is like seven games below 500, while the Heat are 13 games above 500 while at home. Um, obviously, the Hawks are being led by Trey Young and uh, Clint Capella. Um, as far as like really their two like big stat getters. Uh, behind Trey Young, you obviously have John Collins and DeJounte Murray. Uh, the Heat are being led by Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. Obviously behind them is sitting guys like Tyler Hero, Kevin Love, uh, and realistically, you know, a flurry of guys, Gabe Vincent. There's a whole lot of role players on this Heat team. The, Heat's, the Heat are just a great team at next man up, and that's really the big thing in here that I think is going to be the big the big thing. Um, so looking at it for, you know, for the Hawks, they're coming in off of two game losses, uh, both to playoff teams though, where, uh, you know, they had an overtime thriller really with, with Philadelphia and then they were beaten, uh, six points by Boston. Definitely a rough go of it. Uh, Miami's coming in, um, you know, Win in their last game. Uh, they did lose uh, a few days ago to the Washington Wizards, uh, but against the Magic yesterday, they uh, they looked pretty good, and they didn't play the starters a lot. 
So, um, that, you know, that's good. As far as injury reports sitting out right now, uh, Trey Young, Jazante Murray, John Collins, and Clint Capella are uh, listed as doubtful. That is just for uh, yesterday. We do not have an update for today as it stands right now. Obviously, I'm recording this right now a little, it's a little after 7.30 in the morning. Um, you're going to hear this, obviously, at noon. So, you know, it is what it is. The Heat are looking good. Only one person uh, was listed as doubtful a couple of days ago. So uh, it'll be interesting to see what happens here. Now, as far as this, this matchup goes, um, it's going to be very interesting. Uh, because, I, you know, the Heat are definitely probably going to be the favorites here in this. Um, you know, just the Heat's versatility, the the ability to have the next man up uh, is a huge factor. Um, you know, the in the first meeting with the Hawks, uh, the Heat were able to, you know, basically take care of them. Um, you know, Tyler Hero and Bam Adebayo really kind of led the way for that game. Um, you know, obviously the big thing is, is trying to keep Trey Young from, from scoring so much. Uh, you know, in this, in that game particularly, uh, you know, Trey and John Collins really kind of did their thing. Uh, however, Hero was all over the place with rebounds, assists. And, you know, he had a triple-double. So, uh, but, you know, Bam came in huge with 32 points. Uh, Caleb Martin, um, you know, starting in at, at, at small forward at the time, uh, you know, dropped in 20. No Jimmy Buckets in that game. So definitely a, an interesting interesting look at that game uh, because without Jimmy in there, it's kind of hard to see what's going to happen, uh, you know, what would it would look like. Uh, the very next game that they had, um, the Hawks were able to win. You know, taking a look at the box score, although Jimmy was back, he dropped in 34 points. Um, it was it was a rough day because DeJounte Murray and Trey Young both, uh, you know, were 24 uh, and 28. Uh, <clears throat> Collins added another 14. And... Uh, <clears throat> They had two guys coming off of the bench that were able to drop in 24 points total. Um, and, you know, DeAndre Hunter was able to add another 15. It, this really was just like a – it was a no-win game. It was it was a – whoever was going to end up making the, the most shots. I know that sounds dumb, but it was, it was definitely not like a uh, – it definitely wasn't a defensive sound game. You know, um, definitely not what you're used to seeing from a Miami Heat team. So, very interesting from that. Uh, the next two matchups, uh, the Heat both took care of both uh, both games. Um, again, Adebayo and Butler leading the charge. Um, the way it sits right now, I just, you know, I, I don't see how the Hawks are going to be able to kind of pull this out. Um, the DeJounte Murray experiment, in my opinion, really hasn't worked out to the way that, like the way that they have, would have liked, but, um, you know, with that being said, 
I just you have to kind of think that with the Heat being at home, Jimmy Butler being that dog in the playoffs, um, he's he's basically a completely different person. Um, but with that being said, I you know I'm picking Miami. I'm picking Miami in this game for sure. Um, with that being said, moving on. On to the uh, Minnesota Timberwolves versus the L.A. Lakers. Obviously, the Lakers being led by LeBron and A.D. Um, and the Timberwolves are being led by Anthony Edwards, Rudy Gobert, and Carl uh, Anthony Towns. This is an interesting one. Uh, you know, Timberwolves are coming in on, on a three-game win streak. <coughs> um, Lakers are coming in on a two-game win streak. I think the Lakers' last two games uh, really accounted for something more. They beat the Suns and they beat the Jazz. Um, but with that being said, I mean, it's a very interesting... Um, this is a very interesting matchup because, you know, <clears throat> looking at the injury reports, I think is where you're going to kind of see the tail of the tape. Um, you know, as far as the Lakers are concerned, um, you know, they don't, they don't have any major injuries right now. Uh, everybody is kind of listed as day to day. So that definitely works in their favor. Obviously LeBron and AD are not hurt. So that's huge. Um, for the Timberwolves, I mean, Rudy, the whole Rudy Gobert thing, after, you know, getting into an altercation with Kyle Anderson. Uh, definitely is a head-scratcher. Um, you know, because who knows if he's going to... I mean, I'm assuming he's probably going to get to play uh, unless the league hands down something. Uh, so definitely very interesting there. Um, as, you know, the Timberwolves are coming in 42-40 and 40 with a record. Um, they're basically... They're, I mean... They pretty much really kind of split their away games. Um, Lakers are coming in 43 uh, wins and 39 losses. And, you know, they, they, were, they, they were above 500 at home. So, uh, in all reality, I feel, I feel like, you know, just LeBron, a healthy LeBron, a healthy AD, that's contention right there. Do I think it's going to last throughout the playoffs? Maybe not. I don't know. Uh, tune in, you know, to the No Name Sports Show Friday because Trevor and I are going to go, well, I'm going to go in more in depth on the matchups hand in hand uh, while Trevor talks about the NHL. So, sorry, folks, had to throw Xerxes' ball. Um, anyway, with that being said, yeah, I got the Lakers moving on. So the Heat and the Lakers are moving on to the seventh seed, in my opinion. Um, that means that for the Heat, it looks like they will be matching up against the Celtics. For the Lakers, they'll be matching up against the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, and I'm excited to talk about that when we get there. Moving on. Um, <clears throat> so the Chicago Bulls versus the Toronto Raptors. Um, this is an interesting one because for the Bulls, uh, you have a lot. The hopes are a lot higher um, for the Raptors. I think they're in this weird, like, either you do it or you don't mode right now. Um, so the Bulls, 
We'll start off with the records, basically. The Bulls are coming in, uh, you know, being led by by Zach Levine, uh, Nikola Vucevic, and DeMar DeRozan. They're coming in 40 and 42, uh, 18 and 23 on the, you know, their record uh, on away games. Where the Raptors being led by Pascal Siakam, uh, Fred Van Vliet, and, you know, Scotty Barnes really um, are, you know, they are dead even at 500, 41 and 41. Uh, they did really well at home this season. Um, you know, looking at the, at the injury report, uh, you know, OG Ananobi and Fred Van Vliet are both, were both listed as doubtful yesterday. Um, but with that being said, I mean, I think that these, these two teams are going to be dangerous moving forward, um, or could be dangerous in the playoffs. Uh, their first two meetings, uh, they split with the Bulls uh, losing the first one and then winning the second one. Um, and then, uh, where's their other matchup? Their next matchup, uh, you know, the the Raptors were able to take care of business, um, holds Chicago under 100 points. It's... It's a very interesting thing here because you first have to wonder, at least with Chicago, um, what's going to be the major thing? Uh, what is going to be, I guess, realistically, the the straw that breaks the camel's back? Um, looking at their roster, obviously, with Levine, DeRozan, and Vucevic, you have three guys that could potentially go for 20 plus a game. Um, Vucevic is almost a walking double, double, uh, sorry, Xerxes is eating on his, chewing on his ball. He's been playing fetch. Um, you know, with guys like Patrick Williams and, and, uh, Kobe white and, you know, having, having the bench that they have, um, it'll be an interesting thing because who knows what actually, you know, what team is going to hit the floor. Um, Levine, I, I feel like Levine's going to put up his dubbers, but at the same point too, like Nikola Vucevic is like slowed down, um, I'm interested to see what would happen if uh, <clears throat> they don't get good bench play. You know, um, realistically, the guys that they have coming off their bench are great bench guys, but not obviously not guys that you could be like, oh, I'm for sure counting on them. Um, I feel like Toronto although they're kind of in that like last ditch effort to kind of make this work with Siakam, Van Vliet, uh, Ananobi and Barnes, they can put up numbers and that's really going to be key. I mean, in this game, I think it's, it's going to be huge for them. Um, so realistically, I guess my, 
my gut is telling me that I I have to go with Toronto in this game. Um, I think Siakam, Van Vliet, just the the experience is going to help. Um, kind of sad for DeRozan. Ever since he left, they've been doing pretty well. But I'm taking Toronto, um, which means that Toronto will go against, in this scenario, Toronto would go against Atlanta. And uh, in that matchup, I got to pick Toronto. So in, in my opinion, I think Miami's going to take the seventh seed. Toronto takes the eighth seed. Um, you know, the matchup between Toronto and Atlanta, I just don't, I, I, I'm not, I'm not sold on Atlanta doing, doing really anything well. Um, you know, I mean, their first, you know, their first matchup with, uh, with Toronto, you know, they gave up, gave up 139 points. Um, then they win in overtime by two in the next game. You know, they beat them in the third game that they played. But the, the big problem with the third game was, you know, what big problem with the third game was they just, I mean, realistically, Atlanta just played defense and, you know, Van Vliet, Gary Trent Jr. were basically non-existent. Um, they put the load on Scotty Barnes. Siakam didn't shoot well. Ananobi didn't shoot well. Um, but I, I don't. I don't see that lasting. Like I don't. I'm looking at you know what they've done leading up to this, and I got to go with Toronto in this this instance. So. Toronto is at eight. I got Miami at seven. Um, so who's going to take on the Timberwolves for the eighth seed? You have either the Oklahoma. Whoa, that was bad. Oklahoma City Thunder or the New Orleans Pelicans. Now you would think that this would just be super easy because <clears throat> the Pelicans should obviously be the better team. You know, uh, being led by C.J. McCollum, uh, Brandon Ingram, um, it definitely, they definitely appear to have the better offense. Um, you know, they're 42 and 40. They're over 13 games, um, 500 at home, where Oklahoma City is 40 and 42, and they're nine games under um, away. Uh, but Shea Gilgis Alexander. And them boys down there in Oklahoma City are insane. You know, first off, like, first and foremost, like, who would have thought that, like, this team was going to be this good? And the, the big thing was, is I don't even, I don't even think that they thought that Josh Giddy was going to be as good as he's been. Um... But I mean, basically, this team's success is going to be based off of Shea, 
do I think that they're going to... Holy crap, Xerxes. Do I think that they're going to be able to get the job done against, you know, the Pelicans? I don't know. I I mean, they lost the first matchup with them. You know, they lost the second one in overtime. So, you know, the gap was withering away. They were able to get a win, but, you know, Gilgis Alexander had to drop in 35. Um, the only thing hurting for the Pelicans is obviously Zion is out. Um, he's still listed as out. Whether or not that's actually going to be, uh, you know, that's going to play a factor. Because it really, I mean, realistically, he hasn't. What has he done? I mean, people are hyping him up. Uh, you know. 29 games. I don't know. It just it sucks to see a guy always hurt that has the hype that has the hype that he had. Um, but I mean Ingram and McCollum are for sure 20, you know, 20 points a game, 15 to 20 points a game. Uh, you know, Trey Murphy and Jonas Valančiūnas are very good uh quality guys that <clears throat> are playing uh, and and doing a great job as being role players. Valanchunas especially, uh, you know, he's averaging a double-double right now. So, in my opinion, I'm, I'm going to have to take the Pelicans. The, I think the Pelicans are going to go up against the Timberwolves. Um, and then who do I have going to the eighth seed? The Pelicans or the Timberwolves? Um, for me, this is going to be an interesting one. Uh, you know, their first matchup, Zion was there, uh, dropped in 43. The second matchup, uh, you know, they ended up losing. Uh, you know, McCollum led the, led the way for scoring though in that game. And then, you know, just recently, uh, you know, literally yesterday, the Timberwolves beat them. I mean, Ingram dropped in 42. Uh, you know, Cat dropped in 30. You know, <sighs> McCollum and, and, and Murphy added 20 plus, you know, 20 each. But Anthony Edwards and, and Mike Conley added in 26 and, and 17, respectively. Obviously, Gobert only played 13 minutes, so that was, you know, definitely definitely rough. Um, I just don't know. With Gobert being out, I feel like this team matches up a lot better. Um Will Cat be able to duplicate, you know, what he's done? I don't know. Um, Anthony Edwards is a fucking beast, though. Conley's hit and miss um, on whether or not he's hitting over 15 or not. Um, so this one, I mean, I'm going I'm to take the Pelicans because, in my opinion, I think the Pelicans are a better-built team. I think 
McCollum and Ingram can, are going to find a way to get it done, um, especially McCollum because he's just hungry to win. So, uh, so yeah. So, out in the West, at the seventh seed, I have the Lakers. At the eighth seed, I have the New Orleans Pelicans. So, with that being said, that was just a quick, like, my opinion on the play-in tournament. Um, make sure you guys tune in tomorrow for JC the Blind Jedi. Um, I believe I will be uh, joining his... Uh, his his episode uh so we can talk about some things and uh yeah make sure you guys tune in uh friday for a first round preview of the nba and nhl uh playoffs um we love you guys we appreciate you guys and we will see you guys in the next one peace